Hello, welcome to the Life as a Dasher podcast. My name is Titus Priz, and today I'll tell you the origin story on how I became a door dasher. So, we have to go back to January of 2021. Yes, we're going back that far. Um... This was around the time I wanted to get an actual job to help my dad because he was going through some financial difficulties. And so nearby, about 10 minutes away, was a meat processing plant called West Liberty Foods. Um, let's say that this place had some obvious OSHA vi- human rights violations. Uh, imagine going in and putting on a diet version of a hazmat suit and a hard helmet with your mask. Oh, and you had to have a hair cap on at all times when you're in the manufacturing area. And... Uh, imagine going to a product line for what seems to be hours on end, speed running, trying to uh, put uh, meat packets into these uh, tubes as fast as you can, because they come at like 20 miles an hour. And you had to, and it was freezing. This place is freezing. So you had to wear uh, warm clothes underneath. Because the manufacturing area is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Extremely cold. So you had to wear thermals. Um, I... It, it was depressing. It was really bad. Uh, don't Please don't ever work at Westerby Foods. It's extremely bad. It, it, you will absolutely hate it. Uh, they work from like... The, the most, uh, the most, what's it called, appropriate hours is, like, from 2 p.m. till, like, uh, 1 a.m. in the morning sometimes. And they don't stop until all the orders are done for the day, and I absolutely hate that. Why can't they just have a set amount of orders so they can have set hours? I don't know. I don't get it. It is dumb, and I hate it. And I hated doing it, and I did it for uh, six months. I did that job for absolutely dreadful. Absolutely hated it from Jan from um, January till mid July. I did that job. I saw two seasons pass by, till I realized uh, this is a terrible job. I'm depressed every night. And I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to stand for 12 hours a day with an intense job just trying to package meat into these tubes as fast as possible. Really depressing. I hated it. Don't go work there. Um, in fact, the reason why I stopped working there is because of a medical problem I had. Uh, I had to work on the slice side, which means I had to put on a... 
somewhat halfway between a diet and an actual hazmat suit. And I was sweating trying to get this hazmat suit on. And going from 80 degrees sweating to 32 degrees freezing is going to mess up your body. It's not going to be very good. So uh, I get to the product line for slicing. And uh, I start feeling, uh, I start feeling, I don't feel so good. So, uh, I noticed that I was starting to get hot in 32 degrees. I was sweating, still, in 32 degrees. And then I started feeling dizzy. And then I felt like I was going to throw up and faint, le legit. So, I had to, I had to get the, what's it called, the lead, I had to tell the lead. The supervisor of that line that uh, hey I gotta go I don't feel so good and so I left and I had to go to their tiny tiny infirmary and uh, they said yeah if you're fainting and you don't feel so good we're gonna send you home and I put in my resignation notice for two weeks for for uh, medical medical reasons. And two weeks later, I left. Uh, I couldn't do that job anymore. It was like mid-July. I finally left that job. So from January to mid-July, I worked at West Liberty Foods. Please, please, please don't work there. It is terrible. You will absolutely hate it. Hate it. And so for the next three months, I goofed off. As a break, as a break, my dad proved it. I goofed off. I woke up late. I stayed up late. My circadian rhythms, my sleep patterns was all over the place. It was not good. Uh, and I was really depressed. I was really sad because I wasn't making any income for those three months. So my dad finally took notice, or I think either my dad took notice or I, or I told him. That, hey, uh, I'm not feeling so good. I'm not making in income. I'm waking up late, staying up late. Well, what can I do? My dad told me the best uh, information that I've ever received in my life. For a job. For a job. Uh, he said, try and find a job that you can work on your own schedule, your own times, and make his, the money that you want to make at your own pace and your own decisions and find it and i was like mm, okay i don't know if that exists but i don't care whatever i'll try and find it uh so for the next two weeks i did intensive research hours on end and <laughs> i kid you not this is how i actually found it i found it by going to google and typing in like something like jobs working or hours nearby and I clicked enter and the first thing that came up was instacart now this is an app app it, this is an app on your phone uh, and I think it's an app either an app only or app and website I'm not sure because I don't use it and it, the app sucks for Logan trust me don't use it and it was like work on your own hours make your money on your own time work on your own time and I was like, oh, dude, that's perfect. And, but I was like, I don't want to shop for other people's groceries. That sucks. 
And then I was like, oh, okay, let's look for other apps like Instacart. So I was like, so then I went to Google again and I typed in other apps like Instacart. I press enter. Could you not? First thing that came up was uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash. So I signed up to both. I signed up to DoorDash first because it was easier. Uh, and then I signed up for Uber Eats. They needed like every single bit of detail ever in human history of my car, my driver's license, my insurance. It was insane. DoorDash was like, oh, do you have gas? Do you have a phone? Do you have data? Do you have our hot bag? Okay, go! Uber is like, no, we need your phone, we need your address, we need your email, we need your car insurance, we need your license, we need your driver's license number, we need your car model, we need your car color, we need your car model, and it's like, oh, Uber Eats, well, calm down, man. So that's, and uh, I'll tell you another story later about how I only use DoorDash. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Well, the first day of DoorDash, uh, it was 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that day, I wasn't very smart. I was taking crap orders, like five miles for $3 orders, and I wasn't very good at it, and it sucked. I used to work at a gas station, and it was it was good. I was making okay money, kind of four hundred bucks a week. Not very good, but it was something. And I was getting interactions with people, and I got used to the regulars and the name. But then I slowly realized that sucked because you had to do like daily activities. On a spreadsheet, on a, on a piece of paper that had check marks, and you had to do them in a certain amount of time. And your partner sometimes sucks. And you have to clean the restrooms every day, you have to stock the cooler every day. And for about two months, I, did, I was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And then I found out DoorDash. And DoorDash is a lot better. I get to set my own schedules. I get to decline or accept any offer that comes in. Um, and I get to be my own boss, which is what, what I wanted the whole time. I wanted to be my own man, my own person, my own boss. I wanted to decide if this was a good order or not. Not the DoorDash, the gas station manager. So let's go into what happened today. So there's, uh, so what happened on DoorDash is there's hotspots and a map already integrated into the DoorDash app. So what you do is uh, you go, you drive to the hotspot and you just find a parking lot and you park and you wait for an order to come in. And once an order come uh, pops up on your DoorDash app, you have to, okay, there's a timer. Some uh, on every order, depending on the distance and the mileage and the pay, the timer can either be 
between 25 seconds to like 120 seconds, depending on how small and big the order is. So I'll give you a real, real example. Let's say an order comes in for 10 miles. You've got uh, 90 seconds to decide if it's an order you want to decline or accept. And then the payout is like 9 bucks. Now, as a professional DoorDasher that's been doing this since July of this year, uh, I would not take that. That is a, not, not a good order that I would have taken. And I would instead decline it. But, okay, let me give you an example of a good order. Now, let's say an order comes up for a mile for McDonald's and the payout is seven bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna instantly accept that one and start heading to McDonald's. And then sometimes uh, DoorDash won't tell you the full payout because uh, the customer can go back in, do customer service, and add a higher tip. So let's say you get to the you get the food, you get to the customer's house, and you take the picture of the food and the home address, and then uh, DoorDash will give you a page of the payout for that delivery. So let's say that payout was one mile for seven dollars. Well, the customer can go in customer service and add a higher tip. So it could be actually be like nine dollars instead of seven because of a higher tip. But the initial payout that you saw earlier was seven. So that's kind of hard to decide whether it's a good order or not. But I usually go by the mileage to payout ratio to see if it's a good order or not. And I go by the rule of if it's two dollars per mile, I'll take it. If it's under two miles per mile, get off my screen. No, that's just a waste of my time. And if it's okay, another let's say for example an order comes in and it's a mile, but it's only four dollars and seventy-five cents. Uh, I've determined that it's not even worth my time because that's not even that's not even worth a, uh, a gallon of gas at that point. Yeah, it's a dollar. Uh, it's more than two miles per, per mile, but my minimum pay that you sh that I should see is if, if it's one mile or two miles, it should be five dollars, and I won't go any lower than that. Sorry, that's not how I that's not how I do it. Either five dollars payout for one or two miles, or two dollars per mile. Other than that, get off my screen. Like it's not worth my time. And uh, here's a story I want to tell you today uh, about the Northern Logan Burger King. Now, I don't know what their problem is, but they just don't want to do delivery properly. The Logan, the middle, the heart of Logan Burger King, does it properly. But the Northern Logan Burger King just don't want to do it properly. I don't know what the problem is. Um, so I get there, and, uh, six times I've delivered from that place, and there was, and every time there was an open bag with no receipt. Two big no-nos. You don't do that. Let me explain why. The unsealed bag, the bag that's open, is a COVID-19 violation, 
which is supposed to be the safety of me and the customer. And that bag's supposed to be sealed. So every this so the six times I've had to deliver there, I've asked them to staple this bag sealed to staple the bag so it's sealed and then staple the receipt on the outside as well so I can go from the order. And the six times that I've delivered there, it was okay. They okayed it. No no no. This time, the seventh time I delivered from that place. Uh, the assistant manager came out and said, no, we're not doing that anymore, because it hurts the food. And I was like, what? Then I can't do this anymore. I have never seen a fast food worker be so dumbfounded that I can't take an unsealed bag. Oh, and by the way, every time I deliver from that place and it's an unsealed bag, I have to report it to DoorDash. So I don't get a contract violation from the customer if they call customer service. Yes, that's an actual thing. I have to cover myself every day. Every day is a struggle for survival. Trust me, it is harder than you think. And the seventh time, uh, I call them up and say, Hey, they're not even going to want to do the sealing of the bag anymore with the staples. Uh, that not that COVID-19 violation? They said, yes, it is. Uh, it's supposed to be sealed. Supposed to have the receipt. Uh, we'll send the report to escalations team. Escalations team will handle it. So, uh, I can't run the risk of Burger King anymore because I don't know which one's coming from. So I'm not going to take any more Burger King orders anymore. Uh, also, it's getting a lot harder to get a decent pay for the day than it was in January. In January, if I worked from three three p.m. to nine p.m. I can get like a hundred bucks easy, but now I'm forced to wake up at 9 a.m. to and work till 6 p.m. because I'm tired and I by 6 p.m. I'm tired and I couldn't work till 9 p.m. I'm tired by 6 p.m. So let's say 11 to 6, I can barely scrape 70 dollars a day. Insane. Whereas before, when I worked from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., uh, I could make $150 a day. Now, I can barely scrape by $70 a day. If I'm lucky. Anyways, uh, that's it for today. See you next week. Bye. Also, I have an uh, email. Uh, if you want to send an email with any questions or any tips for being a dasher or anything, my um, the email you can send it to is lifeasadasher at gmail.com. Uh, see you next week. Bye.
Thank you.